Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Modified Fart Can Driver Guy. Mr. Modified Fart Can Driver Guy. Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's the mighty, mighty fart can to save the day. Now that's what I call a hero. Forget my two-year-old's nap. He will not rest until he's serenaded with the sound of a trumpet on meth making love to a weed whacker on steroids. I'll bet he's got a big dick. Only you have the intelligence to realize that your car's modified exhaust is way more important than that slipping transmission. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Master of the Muffler. Somewhere, Vin Diesel is smiling. Mr. Modified Fart Can Driver Guy. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Previously on the C-Rod Podcast. All right, but I got to be honest with you. All right, it's gotten to a point now where they they, they completely jumped the shark. And I, I, I don't agree with it. All right, like I'm seeing holes in walls. All right, what's what's going on where all these bars are now hiring fucking chefs? <laughs> like they'll come out of the back to ask the day, oh hey, how lives everything? And the guy's wearing a chef's jacket, the chef hat, the whole thing. Like I'm used to a guy back there with an ankle bracelet on on a prison work release program. Like where's the cook? He's the cook. You don't get a chef in a bar. Like could you imagine going out to a bar with your friends? Right, you're all sitting there. <laughs> they come up to take your order. Like, all right, what are you guys having? I'll have I'll have uh, ten wings hot, well done, and give me some fries. Then we'll take a pitcher of Miller Lite over here. All right, what are you gonna have? I'll have the rodeo burger, uh, extra barbecue sauce, and uh, and no cheese, please. Just just leave it as a burger. It's fine. Okay, all right, no problem. All right, what are you gonna have? Uh, I'm gonna have the smoked chipotle salmon. Uh, with the homemade red chipotle chimichurri, uh, with a side of quinoa and corn pilaf and harrogate verts. What? What? You're in a bar. <laughs> Fucking come on. Imagine John Taffer going into that place. This is too, this, the food's too good for this bar. We just got to close this bar. And now, this week's show. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, January 73rd, 2024. <laughs> why, what's, what's going on with that, man? Why is July the longest month in the world? It's the 28th, by the way. But why Why, why is it the lo- It's just, I don't know why it seems like it's three months every goddamn year. By the way. For the first time in C-Rod Podcast history last week, and nobody caught me on it, thank God. I didn't get no messages about it, no emails, no nothing. I botched the date last week coming in. <laughs> I said it was the 24th and it was the 21st. But I, I guess when you're listening to that, 
and I come in with the date, like you probably just omit that whole thing. Like you don't even think about it to say like, hey, that's not the day. You're just hearing me say the date, and you're like, oh, it must have been the 24th. But it was the 21st. Sorry. <laughs> I fucked up. So there's that. Came in with Cindy Lopez. Not her first rodeo here on the C-Rod Podcast. And that song was made famous by the Goonies. Now, I was, I was never really a Goonies guy. I'm not a big fan of, the, of Goonies as, as much of a cult classic as it was. I'll probably get some heat for that. But, I, you know, I've, I think I've only seen the movie once, to be, to be brutally frank. I might have seen it twice, but it just wasn't my thing. It wasn't my speed. In fact, there was there were some movies in that decade that were blockbusters that I just flat out refused to watch or watched it once and just did not like it at all. And I think a movie that everybody, and I when I say everybody, everybody loved this movie from the eighties and I, I saw it one time and I just don't I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what the big deal is. Top Gun. I did not like Top Gun. It's not it's like for okay. I will say it's primarily because of Tom Cruise. Now, that guy, he could be easily on the What an Asshole segment on this show whenever he wants. At any given week, he could do that. The only thing I respect that guy for is he does his own stunts, and he's done some fucked up shit, okay? I don't see his movies, but I saw a real one day. I think it was like Mission Impossible. And he fucking, (laughs) he drove a motorcycle up this huge ramp on the edge of a mountain jumps off of the mountain dismounts the bike and then and then parachuted down all the way to fuck down and 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 you saw him coming down on the other side like they had camera crews on both sides i was like what the fuck and then there was the one (laughs) there was the one that i told you guys about where they showed it side by side like the stunt versus the actual movie and tom cruise is hanging off a fucking plane a la afghanistan in 2020 2021 where all those Afghanistan people were trying to get away from the Taliban, they hooked onto an American plane, and they all went, they fell down and went splat. <laughs> and I'm laughing at that. That's what kind of sick fuck that I am. Anyway, he did that stunt, and I'm like, what the fuck? But everything else about Tom Cruise, I can't stand. I cannot stand him. Remember when I said, if you're a good-looking guy, be confident, not cocky? Like, once you get into the cocky arena, it's just like you are just not a likable guy. That's how he was when he was when he was a young, hot shot. All right, but then, you know, as he got older now with the Scientology and, and dancing on Oprah's couch and, 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 and how he's always just loud and, and... No, bye, Tom Cruise. Don't like the guy. I've never seen Star Wars. Never seen any Star Wars movies. There's just movies that, that are in that decade that I just didn't care to watch. And I know, everyone, you're, you're fucking crazy. Okay, right, hey, it's not my thing. Now, I will say I've broken my own protocol and I was blessed to watch Game of Thrones and Stranger Things. All right, it's not going to happen every time. <laughs> Doesn't mean I can get into everything. That was more of a Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Breakfast Club. You know, that was more of my speed. One of the greatest movies of the 80s, though, that didn't fit the actual 80s demographic was Pope of Greenwich Village. Man, that fucking movie's great. They took my thumb, Charlie! <laughs> fucking movie's fantastic. It really is. Good to be back with you guys, as always. And I now have... If, 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 
any good thing has ever come out of the shithole that is Norristown in this life. We finally got the final leg added to the greatest shopping center in the in, in America. I've told you about this shopping center before, and I will go through the new roster. Okay. It's only five stores. All right. Now, when I anytime I go there. All right, there was this one restaurant little place in there. It was right, it was, they were probably there for about two years, and it was called The Kitchen, okay? And I, I, it was, I put it on my list. I'm like, I'll, I'll get around, the, you know, next time I go in there, I'll, I'll go grab something, right? So I did, and it was pretty fucking good, okay? That's, that's one. But the thing was, they were never open. <laughs> like, I was like, if you, if you want to make money, and you want to pay your overhead and actually turn a profit to the point where you can make this a living, you have to be there more than four hours a week. Like <laughs> you, So I went in there the one time, I, and, and, and to be honest, I don't even remember what I got. What I do know is it was good. And this place like prided themselves on being fresh, right? And fresh it was. That I will say, okay? It was very good to the point where I'm like, okay, I can see myself going here as part of the rotation, right? The only problem with that was any time that I was sitting there like at work, I'm, well, what do I want to do today? Oh, I'll go to that kitchen place. Every time I would go like, oh, let me look at the menu again. And it would say closed. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's Thursday. What, what are you closed for? Is it a holiday that I don't know about? It? Right? So I, I, Google, I look at their Google hours. You can hit the little carrot like so their, their menu drops down, like their hours drop down. It was like, yeah, we're open from Tuesday to, from 11 to 1, and we're here on Thursday from 2 to 3 with a half hour for lunch like what what <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't even if you got really good shit to the point where people want your shit like they're not going to put up with that they're not gonna and it, and it changed every week it was like okay well wednesday we'll be here at 10 a.m and probably till about noon and, and next week and every third wednesday of the month we're here from seven to eight like, what the what I mean, if you want to make money you, you gotta you know kind of be there <laughs> right so they quietly skipped town and, and went out of business, and I didn't even know it, okay? Now, sitting here, I think I was on Facebook, and I saw something that was suggested for me, and it was something that I already left. It was the Cheesesteak Gurus page, and I told you about this I probably in season one where I was, I, I you know, I basically joined that page just to see if there's, like, cheesesteaks out there that I don't know, like, where the place is or I'd never heard of it. And it just turned into a big, there are a bunch of trolls in their mommy's basements and everybody like, this is the thing about cheesesteaks, okay? I mean, I've I've been down this road before, but just to reiterate, why why is it that everybody, like, like they know where the best cheesesteak is, where it's like, okay, look, this is going to come down to about four or five places. You're not, you're like, like what do you know? A, a place that's underground that nobody knows about? You just go like... You walk down to like a, a, a musty fucking <laughs> moldy stairwell. You, you turn a candle and a fucking wall goes around. There's a, a merchant with fucking cheesesteaks there. Come on, man. Angelo's John's Rose Pork. We all know where the best ones are. I mean, and, and they're acting like they're they're reinventing the wheel. And everybody's like, <clears throat> and they, if anybody fucking says something about one of their favorite cheesesteaks, there's 79 comments in there. It's not a cheesesteak. What is then? You dickbag. I think that people are just really like 
with all this shit that's been happening in the last five, six, seven years with people reviewing cheesesteaks and pizza, which both have three ingredients, you're acting like it's going to be this this grand spiritual experience at at the place that you describe as the best that the people think they're going there and getting more than a cheesesteak. You're getting a fucking roll with meat, cheese, and onions. It ain't that deep. You go to pizza, you're getting three ingredients. You're getting dough, sauce, and cheese. How much different can it be? You don't know nothing about cheesesteaks. What what are you even talking about, guy? This is where I get pissed. I go down rabbit holes. This is why I always get distracted. <laughs> I always go down a different freaking hole. And don't belong in a cheesesteak. You don't belong on the map. I'll say this once, I'll say it a million times. Now that the new cheesesteak formula has been met, which is basically a seeded roll with ribeye and not sirloin, that's been the blueprint, and now these places are starting to pop up like herpes. But still, around here, I got to drive. Like, I got to drive, like, at least a half hour to go get one, no matter where it's going to be, but that's what I got to do. And now that I've been chasing these cheesesteaks, I'm going to sit here and unequivocally say, after all that, and I've had some good ones. To me, the best is Steve's. It, that's just my preference, okay? Now, if I would say that in the cheesesteak cheese guru's room, holy fucking shit. Are you even American? <laughs> the shit that they'll fucking say. Are you even a human being? Steve's is fucking disgusting. Okay. Disgusting to you? Delicious to me. All right? That's why we have choice. In America. So I'm looking at this page because it was suggested for me, and there was a picture of a ribeye cheesesteak on there. And I'm like, ooh, that looks good. And in the caption, it said, finally got to Alex's in Norristown. I went, Alex's in Norristown. I'm like, listen, just like my buddy Tony with that schnazzle, I can find good fucking food, okay? And I, I like for, for the main items, I can find the best place. And I've been here for almost four years. I never saw that fucking place. Never even came up on Google. I'm like, what the fuck? Right? So I, I read about it, and they're like, yeah, you know, the, the, the same, the usual suspects. See the roll ribeye, right? So I'm like, okay. I'm like, where is it that I never saw this place? And I looked at the pinpoint, and it was on the same road of this shopping center, and I went like, how the fuck have I, I, I there's no way I've never seen this place. What's going on? So I, you know, I finally order, and then I go there. It was in the shopping center. It took the place of that kitchen place Thank God. At least these people will be open at like regular hours when humans are actually looking for food. So I, this is weird as shit. Okay. I'm going to get back to the shopping center in a second. I went in, I pulled in. I'm like, oh, thank God. I replaced it. I'm like, now this is greatest. This is the greatest shopping center in America now. All right. Now I went in, I was going to walk in. I had, you know, a glass door, just like any other place would. You can see inside the joint, right? So I walk over, and there there was a grand total of four customers in the place at the time. There were three Mexicans, and there was, like, one guy by himself, and I think he was either an EMT or, like, a fire guy. All right. And when I when I was approaching the door, the guy looked like he was moving around. Like he was it was almost like he was frantic. And I'm like, 
what the, what's going on here? <laughs> Always my first experience in a place. I'm like, okay, now what's this guy going to fucking set the place on fire? Because he was like, he was, he, it looked like he was pacing, but he just had, there was no rhyme or reason to where he was going. He was like walking in circles. And and there's Mexicans like there. He, he was almost knocking into them. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Then he starts coming towards the door, which I was right about to put my hand on the handle. And then he's coming towards the door. So I went to go open the door for him. Then he turned around to walk back to the counter. Then he turned sideways towards the Mexican. Then he came back. I'm like, what are you doing? Is he on fentanyl? What, what, is, he, what is he doing? And if he is, I, I don't feel too good if I have a fire at my house. Yeah, when you call a fire, fire department, you want them to drop stat, you fucking go. This guy's pacing around in a cheesesteak lobby. Five people could have been dead already. So I hold the door, and then he finally comes out. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. And he looked all disheveled. I'm like, what the fuck? So I walk in. I, I, I you know, just go to the Mexicans, and I say, like, are you guys being helped? Yeah, hey, man, you know, we good. Thank you. All right, so I go to the lady. I'm like, that didn't look normal. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And she's like, yeah, he works for the fire department, and he just got a call, like the fire, like fire trucks and ambulance are needed, but it was his house. I went, what? He's like, yeah, like his wife and kids are there. I'm like, oh fuck. Of course, I felt bad right off the bat, going like, what the fuck was that? Oh, it was his family's dying. Oh, <laughs> okay. It was weird too because, like, I thought about—I don't know what happened to me. Something came over me when I when that did happen, and I pictured myself in that guy's shoes. I, 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 I got a little choked up. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. Here, put these on. Don't cry in front of the Mexicans. That's not something I really want to do, you know, in public. Don't do that in front of anybody. But that was a, that was a sad scene there for a second. So I got my cheesesteak, and it was great. So now I have a ribeye cheesesteak place around here, but I want to get back to the shopping center because now, all right, there's the all-star lineup of this small little five-store wonderland that is in Norristown. It's cornered off by Corporalese Bakery. Next door to the bakery is a... Hell yes! And next door to that is Alex's Steaks, this new ribeye cheesesteak place. Right next to that is the smoke shop where I get my gummies. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> More on that in a second. And right next to that is a Dion beverage. Hell yes. That is... Pro- I think I could live off of that shopping center. <laughs> I really do. It has everything that I need. You need baked goods? You got that, Corporalese. You need tomato pie? Got that, Corporalese. And they got a million things. They got all kind of shit. Corporalese is fantastic. All right, I got that market that they got in there. All right, I got all the scotch that I need. I got all the beer that I need. I got all the gummies that I need, and I got a ribeye cheesesteak. I don't need to go anywhere else. I'm good. So back to the gummies. All right, it was my time of the month. It's that time of the month. And I went in there. Now, like I said, I've been going to this guy, I don't know, whenever I talked about it on this show before, probably since like mid-season two, I've been I've been going to this guy. And like I said, like we go in there, you know, we'll, we'll chat while he's getting the shit because like, it, it's always like if I'm the only one in there, I'm still in there for 10 minutes because the guy just, he just waddles around. It's just weird. But we'll talk you know, a little small shit. Like the guy knows me, okay? And one time I was... <laughs> 
there. <laughs> and it was like nighttime. It was pretty late. Like he closed at nine. I think I got there at like eight fifteen, and none of the other stores were open. They all close early there for some reason. And I pull in there, and he's open. And the only car in the parking lot was a white Tesla. So I'm like, oh, he drives a Tesla. I'm like, okay. Own a smoke shop? I guess that's what you do. I sell bongs and drive Teslas. More on Teslas later. Maybe I'll even do that like right now. But anyway, so I went there the other night, and I walk in, and he's, you know, I'm by myself. Nobody's in the store. He's all the way in the back corner. Hey, buddy, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm good, man. What's up? I'm like, I'm like, dude. I'm like, can you believe that just happened outside? He goes, what? What happened? I was like, I'm like, a pickup truck just slammed into a fucking Tesla out there. You know, and he's like, that did not happen. Nobody fuck with my Tesla. Fuck that. Nobody fucking went my Tesla. Nobody touched my Tesla. <laughs> he's like, it did not happen. I'm like, I'm like, yes, it did. He's like, no, it didn't. You're lying. He's like, every time they finish, somebody touches my car, I get notification anywhere in the world. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm really fucking pissed this guy off. I'm joking, guy. Like, he took it personal. Like, I pissed him off. Like, I'm sorry, Punjab. I was just trying to, you know, crack a joke with you. That's it's, it's how we do things here in America. Obviously, you didn't, you didn't get that memo. Every, every statement is to be taken as concrete. Fuck that. That's my Tesla. Nobody touch. I get notification anywhere in the world. <laughs> okay. Give me four bags of gummies. I'll just fuck off. I, just, I figured I would just give Since you're sitting here in the corner alone, I, I, I figured I would just, you know, brighten your day a little bit. By telling you your Tesla got destroyed. But I, it was a joke. Fuck that. <laughs> Don't make me go back to Concha Hawken. Actually, the guy's got me by the balls <laughs> just because of his pricing. I get $8 off every time I go in there, and then every three or four months, I get my whole thing for free. Guess I should have thought that one through. But that is the thing about Teslas, man. Have you seen this? See, <laughs> I don't understand when people are going to learn. Like, whenever you see shit on the news and it's and and they're making a big fucking push for it okay it's good for them and not for you and i'm not talking about the media it's good for who controls the media it's good for them and not for you and they don't do anything there's no long-term research on nothing right and and and, and everybody does it okay when they when, when covid came out what did they do it was a whole it was a whole fear campaign all right now while while a mandate is not at all a law all right, everybody wore it was like they you were waiting for the news to tell you what to do. Wear a mask, social distance, don't leave your house, and everybody, well, okay, we'll, we'll stay here. I don't want to get the sniffles. And they did it. Right? So what did they do? They that that was the, the chain. When they saw that, they're like, if we can get them to just like wait and say, Oh, can we wear a mask today or not wear a mask today? What what, what, what do we do? And it, it was like, oh, you can't go inside and, and eat at a restaurant, but you can go outside where they would make a little tent that would resemble the inside, and you could go in and eat inside. You can't sit at a bar and have a beer unless you have wings with it. And everybody bought it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, am I the only one that sees what the fuck is going on here? Then what did they do? They, they feared you into like, oh, I just want to get back to normal life. I want to get back to normal life. And what did they do? They teed up the vaccine for like three months. Oh, we're working on it. It's coming. To the point where it was like, I can't wait till we get the vaccine so we can get back to life. 
And then it was, get vaccinated now. Best thing to do for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now. Get a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, gajillion, billion, billion, billion booster, man. And everybody did it. And, it. and there was no, like, long-term research on it or anything. I'm like, I ain't going anywhere fucking near that thing. <laughs> you could kiss my ass whole lips. And what happened? Myocarditis just all of a sudden became this big problem. We have a what's known as sudden adult death syndrome now. We have athletes collapsing by the fucking hundreds. Nobody wants to admit what that's from. But they, they, what did they say? You got you to gotta do it. Do your part. Save the world. Don't be a dirty, unvaccinated person. All right, turns out now the more boosters you get, the more time, the more chance you have of just falling down and go boom. But you had to do it. It was just like the masks. It just like the fucking social distancing. Okay, now do the vaccine. All right, now what's this? The electric vehicles push. It's all to raise taxes to put more money in their pocket. You're going to sit here and tell me, okay, that like with all of the money that we pay, they can't solve the homeless problem in this country. They can't give veterans what they deserve, homeless veterans and all that kind of shit. They can't even figure that out, but they're going to figure out how to change the world's fucking temperature. Just give us more money. Christ, you couldn't turn your air conditioner on in California. Remember when I told you that last year? They were trying to control the thermostats. Like We don't want to overwhelm the grid, so turn your air conditioners off. It's got to be 77 internally in your house. What the fuck? So if we go 51% electric cars by 2030 we're not going to overwhelm the grid by doing that i mean it, how long are we going to listen to these people did you see what happened in chicago last weekend at a tesla charging station where every there was 50 teslas sitting there dead they couldn't even charge because it was too cold outside and they had to sit there these people were freezing because if you sit in a car when it's cold out and it's not running that's you might as well be in an igloo and they're interviewing people they're like, I don't know why I got this fucking car, man. Because it's like, okay, you're you're going to power all of that. Like those generators, man, that's like you think turning your air conditioner on is bad. It takes 50 times more energy from an electric car charging station. I'm talking with like multiple ones, not just one. There's like six of them there. It takes more. It takes 50 times more power than it does to, to air condition an entire neighborhood. No long-term data, though. Well, yeah, no, it's like everybody has to have one, but we have no idea of what the long-term consequences are. I don't know. Maybe we're going to shut down the grid. All in the name of climate change, because we have so many experts in that field. How dare you? A lot of people ask me, like, where do you get your sources? Like, where do you get your information? I'm like, well, I have my, I have my outlets. All right, but if you want to get the, the fucking truth, if you want to find out what exactly is going on, at least at least a blueprint for you to formulate your own opinion. Watch a Senate hearing, okay? Like I watch them all the time, and it's like, oh my god! <laughs> if you want to really see what the fuck is going on, watch a goddamn Senate hearing. It's fucking musty TV. I hope I can find this because this was like the. <laughs> 
This was Senator John Kennedy, and this guy is a he's fucking funny. All right, look, he's always looking for the soundbite. Okay, he's always looking to insult somebody. Like, and and he comes up with some pretty good ones. Okay, but it's like he's 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 trying. Okay, which is kind of a little off-putting, but he is he is right on the money. I hope I could find this clip. It's John Kennedy questioning. I think he was like the, the the director or the secretary of of Homeland Energy or whatever it is. You'll you'll hear it in a clip if I can find it. Everybody's electric. We're going to reduce carbon emissions. We got to do this. We got to do this, or we're, we're all going to die. But they can't answer a simple question on why do we need to do this? Like, what is it going to produce? I hope I can find this. All right, I found it. Okay. This is a guy, this is a, a department that is asking, I can't even get this number out. They're asking for $50 trillion. And all these senators want to know is why. Why do we need that? That is like $17 trillion more than the deficit that you're asking for. You do realize that. And we'll find out what his position is. He's he's the he's the director or the secretary of some shit. You'll hear it, but just listen to this and 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 tell me you feel comfortable where your tax dollars are going. Listen to this. If it costs fifty trillion dollars, as some of your colleagues have testified, to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty, how much is that going to lower world temperatures? So every country around the world needs to get its act together. Our emissions are about thirteen percent of global emissions. Yeah, but if right you now. could answer my question, if we spend fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral in the United States of America by two thousand and fifty, you're the deputy secretary of energy. Give me your estimate of how much that is going to reduce world temperatures. So, so first of all, it's a net cost. Um, it's what uh, benefits we're having from getting our act together and reducing all of those climate benefits. We're seeing. Let me ask again. Maybe I'm being. Right now. Maybe I'm not being clear. If we spent fifty trillion dollars to become carbon neutral by two thousand and fifty in the United States of America, how much is that going to reduce world temperatures? This is a global problem, so we need to reduce our emissions, and we need to do everything we can. How much, if we do our part, is it going to reduce? So world we're temperatures? we're thirteen percent of global emissions. You don't know, do you? So we're thirteen percent of. If global you know, why won't you we, tell me? If we went to zero, that would be thirteen percent. You don't know, do you? You just want us to spend fifty trillion dollars, and you don't have the slightest idea whether it's going to reduce world temperatures. You're the deputy secretary of the Department of Energy and you're advocating we spend trillions of dollars to seek carbon neutrality and you can't, and this isn't your money or my money, it's taxpayer money. And you can't tell me how much it's going to lower world temperatures? The deputy secretary of the Department of Energy. It, he ain't the janitor. And, and this is what I was talking about with, with Senate hearings. If you listen to every single day, all right, when they're trying to push shit like this, they're always questioned by the people who are going to ask hard questions, and they play Captain Deflecto. All he was saying was, how much is it going to reduce world temperatures? If, if you're asking for $50 trillion, all right, if he asked that, that simple question, all right, how much is it going to reduce? You should come right back and be like, it's going to lower 2.8 degrees worldwide. But what did, what did the guy say? Oh, we just need we need to get our act together, and we're thirteen percent of the carbon emission. Okay, okay, and then and he's like, okay, then, then how about this? If we all do our part, how much is it going to cost? You're asking us to to all buy electric cars and comply and comply and comply. Okay, if we all did that, what's it going to do? I, I you don't know. 
He wants $50 trillion. You know, it's the same thing with that fucking Alejandro Mayorkas, who's trying to sit there and tell you the fucking border's secure. And it's the same thing. Senator Mayorkas, or, or whatever the fuck his title is, I know he's the secretary, yeah, yeah secretary Mayorkas of, of Homeland, or Border, whatever the fuck he does that he doesn't do. How many people have crossed the border since uh, since this administration's been in office? Uh, um, Senator, uh, we have a plan in place. But how many people have crossed? Uh, Senator, we we are doing we're working tirelessly, and we're going. How many people have crossed the? Fu- you don't know, do you? It's like everybody in the most important fucking roles, and nobody wants to pay attention to it. They just want to hear me talk about it and go like, you yeah, don't talk about this on your show, man. I'm like, dude, this is a, I'm, I'm, this is a duty. I am serving you, <laughs> okay? Like, if you don't know what's going on, here's what's going on. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, buy Teslas. We, we have we have no idea what it's going to do to the grid, how much power it's going to use. We have no number. We need $50 trillion. Okay, here you go. Who do I make the check out to? The, the, the Department of Energy? Who do I make it out to? You got it. Come pick it up. I'm up against a break. God damn it. <laughs> Wait until you hear this week's asshole. Oh, my God. And it's a guy that I never really wanted to be on the one and asshole segment. But, he, you know, what he did this week is just, is just reprehensible. And he is an asshole. Okay. Get off my lawn. That's fucked up. Oh, man. Wait wait till you hear it on the other side. Make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Don't go away. Hey, guys. We made it to season four, and I am not going away anytime soon. You know who else isn't going away? My buddy, Chris Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors. I am not going to shut up about this kid. He gets better by the day. I look on his website almost on a weekly basis, and I look on his social media. The kid blows my mind. I can't get over the talent. If you're looking for a high-end luxury project, this is the kid you have to call. The Cadillac of Contractors, like I call him all the time. Whether it be general custom carpentry, Handmade tables and benches. We know the thing. You know the thing. We've heard previous commercials here. I don't have to sit here and gloat about the guy. He's the best there is, and he's the best there is for a reason. Take him one call. Build it right the first time, and it'll last a lifetime. Call my buddy Chris, the Cadillac of Contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. back with more of the C-Rod podcast. How did I wait this long for Billy Idol? God. One of my favorites in that decade. I'll make it up to you, Billy. <laughs> I'll play him in the coming weeks. Oh, man. How did I miss him? This is one of his better songs, too. Not one of his more played songs, but one of his better songs for sure. 
anyway, yeah, I'm waiting for these for the NFC and AFC title games to start here. I don't even know who's on first. I don't know if it's the AFC or the NFC, but either way. I am praying to God that Taylor Swift gets knocked out of the fucking playoffs today, okay? <laughs> God, I, I mean, outside of Andy Reid, I hate that entire fucking team. I, I really do. I, I, you know, you guys know my hate for Travis Kelsey already. I, I can't fucking stand him. And I think it's getting to the point where everybody can't stand him. I mean, like, can, can you do another commercial, Travis? I mean, Jesus Christ. The guy is in 73 commercials. Pay attention to it if you haven't. During these title games today, just look. I, I will guarantee you that every commercial break has at least one Travis Kelsey commercial on it because he's in 5,000 commercials. <clears throat> and don't get me started on fucking Patrick Mahomes. God, I hate him. <laughs> I fucking hate him. And the thing is, is like, he. there was that one play this year where it was like the game was on the line and the Chiefs were called for offensive offsides, which is a unicorn. That never happens. All right, but it, it happened. And, 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 the, and it got called. And he was a fucking baby about it. Yeah, yeah, let us play, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, you call it offensive offsides. Let us play, man. You know, it happens uh, you know, once every 20 years. That was actually more Ray Romano than it was Patrick Mahomes. But you get the idea. Um, I don't know. Weren't you just handed a fucking Super Bowl last year on a fucking shit call, asshole? It's just everything about him. Like, he, 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 like watch him. He has perma, I have to poop face all the time. He's always chewing on his tongue. I don't know what the fuck that's about. And I don't know about you guys, but the way that he walks and the way that he runs and all that guy, he's a little bouncy, Pat, Patrick is. I just don't like anything about it. The only thing I like about the fucking Kansas City Chiefs is Andy Reid. Mm. Explain it again with those nuggies. Oh. Of course, the honorary member of the team, Taylor Swift. And Mahomes' gutter slut fucking wife, too. Like, Do you, do you realize the amount of herpes that's in that fucking suite when, whenever they pan up to them? It's a Petri dish that the whole fucking room is. But it's the last thing I need to say. I'm going to watch it all afternoon now. I'm going to watch Taylor Swift with, with her mouth and blowjob position. And, and, you know, when I talked about that the other week, I didn't actually cap it with the reason why her mouth is in perma blowjob position. I don't know. Maybe it's because she sucked 197 dicks. In a row? There was actually a Senate hearing, not a Senate hearing, a congressional hearing here in Pennsylvania. This is what we're worried about. They wanted, they, so it was a congressional hearing to determine whether 2023 was going to be named the Taylor Swift era in Pennsylvania. Th this is what we're worried about. <laughs> I just told you right on the other side. You got the the deputy fucking whatever the fuck. <laughs> the deputy sheriff or whatever the fuck it was, the Department of Energy couldn't answer a simple question. Border Patrol can't answer a simple question, and we're having hearings to see if it's the Taylor Swift hour or not. Meanwhile, 
Hey, I'll tell you. I, I hope Taylor Swift gets knocked the fuck out of the playoffs this year. And really, hopefully, that this was this was just a ploy for this year to do that little boost for the NFL and Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. And by the time September comes, they're long broken up and there's already a song out about it. God, I hate Taylor Swift. <laughs> Man, do I hate her. Cheese and crackers. I got to tell you guys about the, the end of my last office day. There's two little instances that happened. One in the building and one on my way home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this may apply to women just a little bit more because when they go into a bathroom, they use the stall 100% of the time. Where males, it's either one or the other. Well, for me, it was the other on Wednesday. I'm like, I'm like Finch in American Pie, like with taking a shit at work. Like, I, it, it's one of those things where I'm just like, no, nah, dude. <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I am not. I'm not at all having this because I. I don't know, man. It's just weird to me. Like, it's weird to me. <laughs> like, think about it. There's a, a wall. Uh, and it's not even a, a thick one at that. It's not even as thick as drywall. It's just a little separation. And you're sitting there taking a shit, and, and, and there's another man three feet away from you taking it. Nah, I'm good off of that, man. And if I do, I will go to great lengths to make sure that I'm alone. <laughs> you know, what I'm it's, I don't know. I don't think it's something that should be done with other people in the room, unless you're in prison. All right, because here's what it is. I, I would like when we had four floors back in the day, I would go, I would go on searches. Like I, if it was my floor, if I walked in and there was one, like people with the urine on shit. Okay. That's fine. If I walk in and somebody else is in a stall, I'm like, I'll, I'll let you have your piece, dude. Like, I'm not going to come in. And, ah, ah, I ain't doing that. I don't do it anyway, but I'm just saying like some people do some people, some, I can't, I can't get over some people that have absolutely no shame. They'll just go in there and just blow a fucking bathroom up with 17 people in there. I, I I don't understand how you do that. I am happy to say that even though I was a part-time student in high school, never I never <laughs> I never dropped a deuce in high school. Not once. Not one time. Christ, I went the whole Woodstock weekend without doing it. Thursday through Monday. Got to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Anyway, so I would go like if if, there, if I was on my floor, I walked in, saw somebody else in the stall, I'm like fuck that. I'd go downstairs to the second floor, go downstairs to the first floor. I would go to the gym. <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it was the end of the day, and I'm I I noticed now I I stay late a lot, but. I notice that I'm one of the last people to leave the building when I go into the office. So if, if, if anything should go awry before I need to get home, I know that I can have a bathroom in peace. Now, when you go into these bathrooms, like see back in the day, and I'm talking about high school and bars and shit like that, the old school stall door, that was just a little bolt. Like the, the only thing that would hold that thing closed was the bolt lock. And it was like a whole, there was a whole like, crease between the door and the and the other wall that it locked into that you could just l look right in on somebody dropping a deuce until you can see them clear as day and the unwritten rule 
is, I mean, and, and I think it was set by the door locking because if you unlock the bathroom door like that back in the day, it, it, it swung open by itself. There was nothing you could do about it. And that is what told people this stall is available. If you saw a, a, a door closed, it meant that it was locked and somebody was in there. Don't even try it. That was the unwritten rule. And it was, you walk, okay, that one's available. This one isn't. Okay, but we've come a long way since then in my other office building and then this shoebox that we're in now, the bathrooms actually have real doors on them with doorknobs and a, and a lock on it. Like it's, you can't even see like feet. Like it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a half door to go. No, this goes all the way down to the ground. It's like a real door and, and you can't see a fucking thing in there. All right. Now, again, the unwritten rule is if that door is closed, somebody is in there. All right. Because here's the thing. Even though it doesn't swing open automatically anymore, when people, ca- I think it's just grained into our DNA, where if you walk out of the stall, you don't shut the door behind you. You just leave it there to indicate to the next person, this stall is available. Am I alone on this? All right now. Every, much like my old office building and in this one, of course, every single bathroom has an executive stall, also known as the handicap stall, all right, where you, you, you get a whole fucking wheelchair in a goddamn thing. It's way bigger, so you're in a little luxury, but in this particular building, I don't know what they did. The, the, fuck, the executive stall, it's a two-bedroom condo. Like, it's humongous, okay? It's fucking humongous. It's it's got a fucking sink in it. There's a sink in the stall. I've never seen that in my life. It's a very desired stall. However, the way that they planned it, I don't know if this guy was drunk or, or, or what. It's so big. It's almost a square, but it's it's a, it's a very very it's very close to a square, but it's still a rectangle. Now. It, it, I don't, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Okay. Now, instead of putting the toilet in the middle of the wall, meaning like, you know, so you have room on the righty and room on the lefty. No, he didn't do that. He went all the way to the right-hand side by the wall and, and just plopped the fucking toilet in there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who, who does that? If that's not bad enough, they put the toilet paper dispenser right to the on the wall right next to it. So your your leg, like, it, okay, <laughs> you got to sit on this thing fucking sideways because you can't like, <laughs> right? And the other thing is, you feel like the toilet is going to come out of the wall when you sit on it. It's like, like it squeaks and shit. Like, what the fuck? The hell is this? I I would be quite fooled. If this wasn't as big as a bathroom as it was, I would think I was in prison. So anyway, I'm sitting there, you know, whatever, on my phone. (laughs) And uh, I hear somebody come in. Now, it was like 6 o'clock, and I was like, okay, maybe there's a few people in the building. I don't fucking know, right? And there there was nobody in the bathroom but me. And this guy comes walking in. I hear him with the shoes. And for the size of the bathroom and the amount of steps that I kept on here, and I'm like, what are you doing? Are you in here, like, getting your steps in for the day there, gay? Common courtesy, 
somebody in there, the stall door is shut. Let me get out of here as quickly as possible and leave in, in peace now. So I hear the footsteps keep on getting closer towards me. I'm like, what are you doing? Quite literally, this is a quite literal time to say shit or get off the pot. Getting closer and closer. I mean, what's this guy doing? You ever get this? The guy came over to my door like, oh, I'm going to go in the executive stall, even though the door is shut and that is like the the unwritten fucking rule of, hey, somebody's in here now. You ever Were you ever in a bathroom stall and somebody comes up to your door and gives the handle like a hard jiggle? I, at that point, I, he, he the guy comes up and does it. At this point, I, I was convinced that Michael Myers was on the other side of that door because not only did he do the hard jiggle, here's the thing. If I go to a door, all right, and I go to like press down on the latch and I feel that it's locked, why am I going to give the extra, like, what are you trying to break in? So he does it, right? And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was the sign that somebody's in here. The door's locked. Okay, good. Now you can go fuck off. No, he did it again. I'm like, hey, guy, how many fucking clues do you need that somebody's in here? There's four other goddamn stalls. Who does that? So anyway, that whole situation was over. And then I go, I had to go to Wawa. So I'm at Wawa, right? And now... I tell you guys all the time, they have like that fucking disgusting food that they put under that lamp that I, it's like, you got to really be a hobo or homeless to eat this shit. All right. The only thing, and I haven't done it since I've, I've made my return to Wawa, but back in the day, the only thing that I would get if I needed something quick, the only thing that I would get from that thing was that ham and cheese bagel with like spicy mustard on it. That's, that's actually a pretty decent little snack. All right. I, I would do that. Everything else belongs in an air fryer, and they're not put in an air fryer. They're just heated up by a lamp. Like, fucking dude. You know what I'm saying? And it's all color-coded. Like, they got, like, jalapeno poppers that didn't sniff a fryer. They got chicken nuggets that didn't sniff a fryer. They got egg rolls. I couldn't even imagine what an egg roll from Wawa is like. And they got a whole bevy of other things. So... Here's a term that has been coined. It has to be pretty recent because this isn't something that I've heard for a long time. All right. You ever hear the term girl dinner? You hear this? Where like they just eat a bunch of snacks as their dinner and not like a main course or not like real food. They'll have like yogurt, potato chips, and mozzarella sticks. (laughs) They say girl dinner, which is okay. I I get it. Whatever. But like, dude, who? Here's the thing. When you have small children and you're going into a Wawa or even worse, 7-Eleven, which they do around here all the goddamn time, and you're buying garbage, the kids are with you, okay? Like, if that's what it is. This girl was alone, and I had never in my life have I ever seen anything like this. This wasn't a girl dinner. This was a, you're, you're fucking, I don't even know. I get behind her in line. God. Just for her to put it on the counter was like a, that was a job. 
Here's what she had, okay? <laughs> she had fucking, oh my God. She had at least, if not more than one, of every single item underneath that lamp. And the King of Prussia Wawa, like they're one of those Wawa's. Like, you ever notice in a Wawa, either the under the lamp shit is full at all times or there ain't a fucking thing on there? It's, it, it's, it's, it's either feast or famine. There's no in between. Well, KOP has their shit together and they always have shit under the lamp. This girl had fuck. She had one of a bagel sandwich, whether it was a turkey, one ham, one pepper. I don't fucking know. She had one of those. All right. She had two of the green ones, which is which is basically the jalapeno popper. She got two of those, two bags of the fucking chicken nuggets. All right, and a bag of the egg rolls, a bag of funyuns, a bag of Doritos, and like three other things that I couldn't identify, only because it was taking up the entire counter. And it was topped off by a redneck Mountain Dew. And what, are you going to the electric chair? <laughs> what? No, he was just getting Henry VIII. I went like... <laughs> you bought a bunch of fried food that's not fried. You bought a bunch of fried food that's fried by a goddamn lamp. I guess it's not a girl dinner, though, because she did have a bagel sandwich. So that that, that might have been like the main course. I don't know what I do know. It was like fucking 5,000 calories she had on that goddamn counter. God damn it. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> hey. All right, now on to the gaze. So it turns out that, like, see, here's the thing. Remember I told you about, like, vegans and shit like that? Like, you can't dip a toe. You can't dip a toe and then come back. It's, it's, you can't do that. And Bud Light's trying it now. It was like, no, 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 no. See, when you made that decision to make Dylan Mulvaney, you, you whatever the fuck it was you were going to make that, that fucking dude, you made a big mistake. All right, because we the, the people who are against that shit are are, are against it. Meaning, like, they're, they're, it's there's no take backsies. So, really, it's on you because you hired a fucking woke marketing director that you end up aptly firing, and she thought she was going to come in and, and and woke up the fucking place, and and you didn't give that any second thought whatsoever. So her first order of business, I mean, this marketing director was was in there for a cup of coffee. It was like her first week. And she's like, we're going to launch a trans campaign. Because we need to include the trans people. So essentially what you did was you appeased the 0.001% to piss off the 99.99%. That's on you. So now... They're coming out now. Watch this when the Super Bowl happens. They're gonna. They're, they said, "Oh, we're gonna go back to our roots and we're gonna start, you know, having real commercials again." No, 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 <laughs> nope. That ship has fucking sailed in April of last year. Okay, like you're not getting people back. You fucked up. And they even tried to stage something where, like, the old owner of Anheuser Busch was like, "I just want to come back and buy it again, just so I can make it great again." And blah blah blah. What do you think you're gonna do? have a Super Bowl commercial campaign where you throw a couple fucking Clydesdales in front of the camera and all is forgotten? Nope. You made your bed not laying it. And it's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't like, oh, we'll test the fucking woke market 
And if it doesn't work out, we'll just go back to the way they were. No, you're done. You can't do a, a test. It's like farting on a bus. Question. Do you ever have to fart on a bus or an airplane or in some public place, but you hadn't been farting all that day? So you didn't really know the nature of the beast. You only knew there was lots of it. In a situation like that, what you have to do is to release a test fart. It's not, you can't do a test fart. You can't do that. And they're trying that bullshit. I read an astonishing fact the other day. 2.3%. Now, this is this is going from... I'm not even going to the boomers because there, there's rarely any gays in, in, <laughs> in the boomers, all right? Gen, Z, Gen X, my generation, okay? And I'm talking about anything. I'm talking about anything in the soup. It's not gay. I'm, I'm talking not just gay. It's bi, trans, 2, 7, C, 3, PO, whatever the fuck it is that you identify as. 2.3% of Gen X identifies as soup. 11.7% of millennials identify as soup. 31.9% of Gen Z identifies as soup. That's what's going to war, folks, in just a couple weeks. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that fucking nuts? Like, and, and, and it's, <laughs> oh, God. You know, and, it, and the thing is, is like, I would say probably if you go from Gen X to Gen Z and just skip the millennials, all right, it's a 29% differential. I will bet you 25% of that 29% are just doing it to fit in. It's much like the meme that you see out there. What was it? Boomers. God, I can't believe I wore bell bottoms. Gen Xers. God, I can't believe we wore fucking parachute pants and Z Cavariches. Gen Z. I can't believe I cut my dick off. <laughs> Having a bad day? Here's a dick saw waiting for you. Go over there and give it a little wacky. So gay. You know what's horse shit? Horse shit. I pay no attention to him. Horse shit! How? Like, there's certain things that you need credentials for, like like jobs, I would say, that you need credentials for, but you really don't. I think college is bullshit altogether. I really do, it, because... It's like it, it doesn't make people any more prepared for life. Now, again, if you major in something and that's your job and you got to know certain things about, I'm talking about like medical school, you know, things that you have to go to school for. But I'm just talking like made, like regular jobs. Like, oh, you got to have a bachelor's degree. Oh, who gives a shit? But there's two professions out there that it, it, it completely debunks that whole thing, meaning like you need the training and you need the, you know, whatever to do it. 
I said this before, but like when you watch any kind of pregame show for football, they got the one guy that went to actual like broadcasting school and, and, and has a degree in communications that's usually Jim James Brown or fucking Kurt Menefee or whoever the fuck it is, and they're joined by a panel of seven other fucking idiots that were either coaches or players that have no experience, they have no training, they have no nothing in the broadcast thing. And the thing is, all these people are going out to college trying to be James Brown and Kurt Menefee, and they can have and six other people have their fucking jobs. Why? Because they played football or they coach football doesn't that tell you right there you don't need any kind of fucking training to do the goddamn job it pisses me off because i would love to be on a sports talk radio show like i told you guys a million times i am i am essentially doing that job as we speak but I need 63 credits to do it. It's bullshit because you're basically saying you don't because look at these guys. The fuck does Bill Cower know about fucking communications? <laughs> All right. But I guess you bypass the degree because everybody knows who you are. So that's okay. You don't, you don't need to do what every other normal person breaks their ass. And, and here's the thing. Like, let's say somebody's like they live in Connecticut and they go to a broadcasting fucking school. Like, when you're trying to pay your dues, it's like, okay, you're doing the overnight shift in fucking uh, Tulipo fucking Missouri. Like, and you do that. And you, like Howard Stern, you go around the goddamn world doing this shit. And it's like, oh, Howie Long, is, he, he can just do it. But he doesn't have to go the route that you did. It's horse shit. Same thing with being an actor. Like, did The Rock go to acting school? No. Or fucking John Cena? Or Snoop? Like, all these idiots that are in fucking movies, like, where you got people, like, busting their asses and going on auditions across the country and trying to do all this shit. It's like, nah, we'll just throw you in the movie because, you know, people know who you are. Doesn't mean if you can act or not. shit pisses me off man you know like normal people just trying to get by and it's like oh i'm the rock okay then you're in movies you could be a broadcast you could do anything you want rock do anything you want you have no qualifications for nothing but you can go do that but these people are freaking breaking their asses and the best they ever do in life is they make 60k a year this world is backwards i swear to fucking god i i have a real but I'm not going to play it because it doesn't do you any justice like unless unless you see it. This is, was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, okay? <laughs> there was three guys, actually four guys. And the three of the four guys, were, they were like a little band, right? <laughs> you know those like, you know those little carts that you get at Home Depot like if you got to get big shit. It's not like a shopping cart, but it's like a it's like a steak body thing right? <laughs> well this dude sets up like a little three-piece drum set right on 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 the steak body thing right and then there was two other guys who had like mobile amps like plugged into their guitars and they started playing the home depot song right <laughs> here's the best part about it they go walk in the into the home depot and everybody is looking they're like this is fucking funny man like because the fun here's the other part they were dressed up like they, they like they were in an 80s cop show like they were like magnum ti or, or magnum pi or whatever the fuck his name was 
you know, or Miami Vice. Like they had, they had like like aviator sunglasses on with big thick mustaches and mullets. Like it was funny as shit, right? So they go in there and they're playing the Home Depot song. Here's the beauty of it, okay? And by the way, what is it with Home Depot? Like what they got? What, like the the exit and the entrance are on polar opposite sides of this humongous fucking building. You can never. It's not like a supermarket. Where like you can park by the door and then come out the same door and go in there. Like if you park by the entrance, you're going to be walking all the way across the goddamn parking lot when you exit. I never understood that. I understand there's large items, but how many people are really in door traffic at one time to the point where it's like, ah, your steak body's in the way of my steak body, and this guy's got behind me with a steak body, and I can't do it. No. Anyway, so here's what they did. They they walk in the entrance, right? And everybody's looking at people laughing. People are filming them as they normally do. And they just start playing this song and they don't say shit to nobody. They just, they just walk through. And all they did was they walked in the entrance. They walked all the way across the past, all the freaking cashiers and all that kind of shit. And then left the building. <laughs> it's fucking great. They're like, we're here to just pass right through and we're done. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I swear to God, it was so funny. All right. <laughs> it's time for what an asshole. What an asshole! This week's asshole is somebody that I really never wanted to be the asshole of the week, but he is. He just is. And <laughs> the cat's out of the back. It always has been. And I'll tell you why in a second. This week's asshole is none other than the former former CEO and chairman of World Wrestling Entertainment, formerly known as the World Wrestling Federation, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah! Old Vinny got, got in a little hot water this week. <laughs> As he has so many fucking times in his life, it's not even funny, okay? And what came out this time, though, is just like other world, even for him. Okay, but it makes a lot of sense when I say what I'm about to say regarding his involvement in WWE. Now, he was he's always been a scumbag fucking pervert. Okay, <laughs> he's just the cringiest fucking dude ever. All right, always getting caught in sex scandals and all kinds of shit. Right. And, and not only not, he's the guy is always in trouble. Okay. He's always in trouble, but this time, all right. It's not just for like sexual misconduct. Oh no, that that's just the appetizer to what actually fucking happened. Now I don't know this lady's name. All right. In fact, I think I got the, I got the article. So it turned out that he fucking, he's, he was trafficking an employee out like to, to, to acquire talent. Like an example would be like when he was trying to get Brock Lesnar to come back in 2020, he fed her this woman. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you go, go do whatever you want with her and, and we'll do that. Now, not only that, let me just let me just see if I can get the article first and, and then I'll kind of just put things together here. Before I get started with that, he, he dude, he does orgies. He does fucking, he does any, anything goes with Vince McMahon. All right. Like he, like he probably loved two girls one cup like that's what he's about and he's got these fucking dildos oh god and he he names them after wrestlers 
like he's got a black one and he names it Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley's you know, a black wrestler in the WWE. He's got a clear one that he names John Cena because you can't see him. It's, it's clear. <laughs> and he has, he has like a whole cachet of them. All right, now. Here's, here's the article of, of, of a certain situation. He was having an orgy. Vince McMahon was having an orgy with uh, John, what's it, Larinitas? Yeah, okay, here it is. All right. So 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 this is, a, this, is <laughs> this is what happened. Early in the encounter, McMahon immediately directed Ms. Grant to lay down on her back in a supplicating position, the lawsuit states. While straddling over her, McMahon defecated on Ms. Grant's head mcmahon left to shower off but he instructed miss grant to remain in place with excrement in her hair and to continue performing for his friend what <laughs> all right look 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 this st- the cleveland steamer that like that's bad enough but the fact that you keep on going like the other guy could you imagine all right now now oh could you imagine being the guy that that that's fucking this girl and she's got shit in her hair, she's quite literally a shithead. Who does that? And it, and the thing is, is like, okay, yeah, all right. Here's here's what's gonna happen. Lay on your back. I'm gonna drop a deuce on your fucking head, and then I'm just gonna go shower while this guy finishes you off. What the what kind of sick fuck does that? All right, now I'm not done. Where was I? Hold on, where was I in the paragraph? My fucking phone don't. It's all of its dumb shit. Okay. While Miss Grant requested protection, none was offered. McMahon and physical therapist actively continued with the threesome and directed Miss Grant's sexual performance for around an hour and a half while she was left covered in feces. Horrible to say, there is a lot of this in the in this filing. Stating her experience with McMahon and WWE, Grant is seeking a wide range of unspecified damages. Having seen her name previously leaked to the press when hush money claims first came up several months ago, plaintiff Grant now also wants a declaratory judgment that the NDA is void and re- uh, uh, hold on, unreinforceable. Why is my phone fucking doing this? Okay, yeah, that's pretty much that. But like, oh, <laughs> and the funny thing was, it's two days. That story came out two days after they, they said that Monday Night Raw is now being moved to Netflix. And then it was the, the very next day after McMahon said he's got no more role in WWE whatsoever. Now, you know that this is a, a court case of epic pro- proportions if he is going to just basically leave WWE altogether, a company that he built pretty much from the ground up. He took it from his father, who was a territorial guy in the northeast because back then wrestling was broken into sections it was like they had the mid-south they had the south they had the the center west and all the other bullshit that they did because it wasn't like you know nationally syndicated yet because cable didn't come out yet and then when cable came out vince Vince bought it from his dad and said i'm going to take this thing fucking nuclear like we're going worldwide and he did and he built a goddamn empire and that guy's ego is so big It's probably crushing him to walk away from this, but he knows he can't, he's done. There's nothing you can't come back from that, all right? Like like Louis C.K. jerked off in front of a woman, he disappeared for three years, and now he's back in everybody's good graces. Okay, fine. When you have when you take a shit on somebody, game over. And the thing is, okay, is that it doesn't surprise me at all 
because here's the thing. When Mick, when Vince McMahon decided to get involved in the storyline in WWE, that basically told you what kind of person he was because everybody plays a character. All right. Every wrestler plays a character. They're, none of them are being themselves. They're, they're playing characters. Okay. And Vince McMahon's character is himself. <laughs> that's why he was such a polarizing character. And that's why he was just so like, like, oh my God. Like, the, you know, the walk, like when he comes down the ramp, that, that fucking walk, like he's got something in his ass. He does that walk on purpose, but he's acting as a caricature of like what the, the, the general public doesn't see. Like that's how he actually was in real life. And we were watching it on Monday Night Raw every single week. I mean, think of all the sexual things that the, the sexual deviancy that that guy did on a weekly basis, making people kiss his ass, physically kiss his ass. You know, with Trish Stratus, like you, 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 listen, pervert just emanates off of this guy. Like <laughs> he doesn't even hide it, but he does it in a character. But he's the only guy who is actually his own character in real life. <laughs> Like, remember that whole storyline with Trish Stratus and he made her get down and bark like a fucking dog. And and then, and then like when he did like, Oh, whenever he did, like there was, there was a period there where they would show like Vince McMahon making out with like one of the WWE divas or whoever it was for that week. And you could just see it. Like it was gross. Oh, it was the grossest fucking thing. Vince McMahon. But let me tell you this. I am no pervert. Uh, what an asshole! What an asshole. <laughs> oh, God. Like, it, 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 oh, man, I'll tell you. People get into some weird shit with shit. <laughs> like fucking dude two girls one cup Vince McMahon doing the Cleveland steamer you know like, uh, like the Chicago sunroof <laughs> a Chicago sunroof is when you take a shit in somebody's open sunroof <laughs> oh my god it's time for that's fucked up. On today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up. That's fucked up. All right, now whether you like it or not, 2024, like I said, is going to be the, the the craziest year that we've ever encountered. So I'm going to be talking about this shit this year, just to let you know, because this is just like man, like I, like for those of you who don't know, I feel the need that I have to let you know. We we are at the the precipice of a civil war, but not like the old civil war. This is this is going to be different. Right now, okay. Right now, it's basically like Texas versus the government. All right, their governor Greg Abbott said, "I've had enough." Okay, I've had enough of the of these open border policies because my my state is now not like Texas is not even recognizable anymore let alone all the places that they're sending these people okay now there was one estimate out there from somebody else that said 22 million people cross the border but the real number is like 11 but people are like yeah it's more like this 
All right. So finally, if I mean, I wish I, I wish he'd have done this sooner. But like he kept on like they were going back and forth with the Biden administration, going like, dude, you, this is bullshit. Like you can't keep this open. Like there's people pouring into this country. What are you doing? Which again, it's all it's all on purpose. But here, so here's what happened. Okay, Greg Abbott decided he's going to take matters into his own hands. He's like, if you, you know, if this if this administration is on is purposefully going to keep this border open, then we're going to have to take matters into our own hands. And and the first thing that they did, and this was this week, they deployed the National Guard, like the like the Texas National Guard. And I'll tell you what, it's working, and Biden doesn't like it. So there's this, like, the one, I think it's, like, the Rio, whatever river it is that, that they all cross because it's, like, shallow, they can get over. Well, what he's doing is he's putting razor wire across the center of that of that river with, like, barriers on it. So it's, like, it is impossible to get over. Like, you're not getting over this way, and we're going to send the National Guard for all the rest of the shit. Right? Yeah, well, Joe Biden called him up and said, you have 24 hours to remove that razor wire or I'm going to deploy somebody on you. Now that happened on Friday. So I really don't know what the answer was yet. Like, has he done anything? Because Greg Abbott told him to go fuck his mother. He's like, fuck you guy. Like, you like, you know what I'm saying? Cause here's the thing. And I, I, I love it. I love it because when they sent the buses, like cause Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis, like, because they had so many border jumpers, they would stick them in buses and ship them up to Martha's vineyard where like Kamala Harris and Barack Obama, like all their properties and shit. Right. And then, and, and basically when they, when they dropped them off there, they, they had the national guard remove them within five minutes. Oh, it's all fun and games until it's right on your front step, isn't it? Well, how about to the tune of fucking 11 million people? There was the one, I forget somebody in New York, I think it was came out the other day and was talking to people and going like, yeah, well, any, any families out there, you know, if you have any extra space to take some of these people, what? First, you put them in our schools and kick the kids out of school. Now we're supposed to take them into the fucking thing illegally. Just because you want votes. So here's the thing. It's not just Texas that's fed up with this. Guess what's happening? Right now, 26 other states are sending assistance to Greg Abbott to keep this border under control because every like it's getting to the point, like the first year, year and a half, it was like you heard it was happening, but you didn't see it. Now everybody is seeing it, and they're like, dude, this is this is an invasion. Like, what, what the fuck? So 26 states, National Guard has gone sending down there, and as we speak, there is a convoy of 750,000 truckers that are also going out to hand out assistance because the American people have had it. They have had it with this fucking administration. And we're, we're like, this is this is it. It's happening, guys. It's happening right now. Like, they're basically saying, this is this is the first leg of it. You, this is the first sign of a movement like this is when the people gather up and say no to the government. That's exactly what happens. It's exactly what happened in the American Revolution, too. And it's also exactly what happened with the Civil War. This is exactly what's happening right now. And God bless every fucking person that went down there to do it. Because this is, like I said, it's, it's an epidemic at this point. And, and it, is, it is on now. And God bless Greg Abbott for what he's doing. I, I, again, I would have done it much, much sooner. All right, but I understand there were threats and shit like that that you just didn't know. After a while, you're just like, fuck this. Like, what's the worst I'm going to happen? Is going to die? Okay, fine, I'll die. 
Because, like, I don't want to live in, in, in a state like this. I don't want to live in a country like this where you have no fucking border. That's a third world country. But, like, you, you're doing all measures that you can, and you're being told by the president you have 24 hours to reopen that border. That is treason right there. Right smack in your fucking face. That's count number five of treason by this president, by the way. I'm just letting everybody know that. The fact that this motherfucking scumbag, corrupt piece of shit asshole opened this border on purpose three years ago, almost to the day, and has let over 10 million fucking people in here just so he and all of his cronies can remain in power and use them for votes because they're going to pass a a bill. Trust me when I tell you, they're going to pass a bill where it's going to give them amnesty to vote. The fact that they are doing this, keeping the border open, letting people pour in and fucking, and, and disease this fucking country. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. And again, I give you guys an hour and a half every fucking week, okay? If, if there's something pissing me off that I think that I think you should know, I'm going to spend five minutes of the 90 talking about it. And if you don't like it, fucking fast forward it. It's time for the Get Off My Lawn segment for the week, so here it is. What the hell is this? Get off, Get off my lawn. As if I'm not fired up enough. <laughs> all right this, this is this is going to be quick because these fucking again i i just the things and the terminology of this generation like just the way that they talk and the way that they shorten i saw somebody post the other day i don't even know what it was it was a comment on a reel or some shit right and the, even even they're they're even lazy in their speech in text this one kid goes, coo, coo, like C-O-O, C-O-O, like he was saying, cool, cool, God forbid, the extra L, but it's going to kill you. And every time he said shit, which he did like six times in, in the in the giant run-on sentence that it was, he just put shit, S-H-I-I, shit, coo, coo, yeah, that shit, like, anyway, that's not even what this is about. There's one phrase, <clears throat> and, I, and I saw a reel that made me think of this. There is one phrase that this fucking generation says that I cannot stand, and that phrase is, I'm built different. Or, oh, that guy's built different. He's built different. Oh, we're built now? I, I thought we were born, and we grow. We like, he, like, Shouldn't you say he's grown different? So that if he's built different, what do you say? Oh, like, yeah, you know what? Take these stock legs and, and get rid of them. We're going we're, we're gonna to put these two prosthetic fucking legs on. Like, yeah, he's built different. Okay, good. Well, there was a fucking dickhead, all right? <laughs> this is a very, very old reel, but it just reemerged. There's a lot of them that are reemerging these days, I think, like the old reels that are, that are reemerging. And this kid, he, he takes his, like, bicep like he's going to go make a muscle, and he puts a fucking egg in, in the crease of his elbow. And cracks the egg between like his forearm and his bicep, and he goes, "I'm built different." Like anybody, a baby could do that, okay? And then so it it happened. Like a ten year old little Asian girl was like fucking. She was like a, a a strand of spaghetti, and she puts the egg in her fucking thing and cracked it right away. And I'm built different. Yeah, go all right. Go build your sister. 
I told you that was going to be quick, but it's just the dumb shit that they do. Now, listen, man. All right, I understand my generation did dumb shit. Boomers did dumb shit. Millennials did dumb shit. I get it. Everybody does dumb shit. But your dumb shit takes the cake. It really does. Like, you people are idiots. Again, goes back to the phone and all that kind of shit. Here's another one that's that's surfacing now. And this, I swear to God, if you know, you know. This is a, There's a reel of this kid, and I got to tell you, I see a lot of faces in my life. I, it, there is no, there is not a more punchable face than this kid. Okay, it, it's the most punchable face. It's like the the if you look up douchebag, Google douchebag, this kid's fucking picture pops up. And you know that guy that he just goes, <laughs> "What's up, dude? <laughs> What's up, dude?" If you know, you know. If you see that fucking kid, because that's another one that's reemerging. Oh my god, the face, and he's got that poof hair that I talk about that I can't stand. That like you put on a hat and you just make wings out. Like he had that. <laughs> What's up, dude? Not even a, again, again, lazy speech. Not even a P on the end of "What's up?" Then it was a retards. Jesus. God damn it. There's this <laughs> I'm watching this the, the football game and it, that that guy commercials on where it, like the caveman is like watching it with his wife and they're like they're, they're showing like the old school think he's getting all pissed off. <laughs> Dude, the caveman commercials were really really good. And I don't understand why in the hell they even did a spin-off series. That like I think that made it two episodes. We're like, yeah, okay. Because here's the thing, things are good in small doses. Right? You, you can't, like, you can't, I get it. It's for money and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes you just got to leave it where the fuck it is. Like, it's a 30-second commercial and it's like a skit, like, you know, where a caveman's walking in the airport and he sees, like, a caveman, like, on the, as a, a billboard in the airport. And, and then the caveman would look at it like, really? Like, really? is this what we're doing? Like, he would get all mad. And that was funny. But for a 30-minute sitcom? No, come on, man. I didn't even get excited when I saw, like, I'm like, it's an actual show. Because right when they made the show is pretty much when, like, the cavemen, that was fucking funny. And they did a lot of them. But a show, come on, man, do better. Now, I wanted to take your temperature on something here real quick. I I personally think this is gross. But I'll see what you guys think. Well, actually, the one part of it's gross. The other part I just flat out don't understand. I saw a reel the other day. And I saw actually a couple of them and shit like that where people were saying this. Now, where I'm partial is the real was it, it was it was Jessica Beale, and she can do whatever the fuck she wants in my opinion. <laughs> like fuck it, dude. I don't give a shit what she does. Like I would let her shit on my head. <laughs> I'm not into that kind of thing, you know. But if it lands me Jessica Beale, then fucking dude, my head is your toilet. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> she was talking about, like she brings food in the shower. And that is disgusting, okay, number one. But number two, the the the, the one part about it that I, I just don't understand, it's not like it's gross or anything like that, but what's with the shower beers? Anybody do this? I mean, I, I'm not interested, all right? I, I don't know. I don't know how, how it works. But if you guys remember me telling you about that Phillies game I went to with Jay when it was 175 fucking degrees outside, 
by the time I got my beer from the concession to the actual seat, it was hot. I can't see a beer being cold for very long in a, in a steamy, hot shower. Like, my thing is, can't you wait? <laughs> I don't understand people. Like, shower beers. Why the shower beers? I, I Somebody explained it to me. Somebody explained what the benefit is of it. I, I, can, I can't imagine. Like, say you have it in a can or a bottle. It doesn't matter. You put it up on like a shelf and that steam starts to happen. Like if it's if it's a bottle, the label's just gonna peel right the fuck off of it. The bottle's gonna be all sweaty. And 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 the thing is, I don't know about you, I don't have a whole lot of room in my shower, meaning like to move around. You know, what am I gonna do? Put that up and then like as I'm as I'm washing myself and there's like, you know, like lather like flinging all over the place that could end up in my beer, who knows? I do not understand the shower beers at all. And and as far as food is concerned, food does not belong in the shower, but it doesn't even belong in a bathroom. That's the most disgusting thing. I like why would why would you do that? Why would you take food and put it in the room that you shit and shower in? Help me understand. But Jessica Biel, you do it all you want. You could do whatever you want. <laughs> it's, it's totally fine. Everybody else, you're fucking gross. You know how, like, when you you follow, like, a, a page on Facebook, not, like, a person, it's, like, their page? You know what I'm saying? Like, not their business page, but you know what I mean. Salt Bay, who I've talked about a number of times on this show, when you click on his thing and you go to his profile, it says Salt Bay, fictional character. <laughs> like, is he? Anyway, he posted something the other day, and I'm like, you remember when I told you, like, the guy's pricing himself out of the ballpark to the the point where it's like he's not doing well because it's like, dude, nobody wants to pay a a ridiculous amount of money for a goddamn steak. In fact, before I even get started on this one, what's it? it, What's that cheesesteak place? Is it Woodlow's? Woodlow's. Woodrow's. Is it Woodrow's? No, I think it's Barkley Prime, I think, where they have a $100 cheesesteak. Have you heard about this? what makes it a hundred dollars is what i'm trying to say we've already debunked black agnes beef (laughs) black agnes beef i know it's black angus but it's the good black agnes stuff and and kobe and what's this made out of to the point where it's a hundred bucks so salt bay posted a check from one of his restaurants on the thing the other day and i i could not believe my eyes first of all the total was three hundred and ninety eight thousand six hundred and thirty dollars now i'm going to give you the items okay that, that's on this list one beef carpaccio 275 dollars one golden filet mignon because he, he has these gold wrapped steaks who cares why okay give me the steak it's wrapped in gold i was paying an extra six grand for it just eat the steak it's gonna be wrapped in gold one gold golden filet mignon one thousand dollars here's where it gets good two or three golden steaks fifty one hundred one, I don't even know what that says. One giant autumn 1750. That was five grand, whatever that was. French fries, 50 bucks. 
One Roca salad, a salad, $70. 11 golden baklava, 46 hunch. Get this. Two fruit platters, a fruit platter. Two fruit platters. How much do you think I cost? $480. Four porn star martinis, whatever the fuck that is. $480. So you're spending $120 on a fucking cocktail. All right, I'll skip a few of these because I got it. All right. Um, Indian tonic. Two Petrus 2009. This is a bottle of wine, I think. $198,000 for two bottles of wine. There's a 2011 by itself for $65,000. Let me see what the guy left for a tip. 90 grand. All right. (sighs) Looks like I got to go work for Salt Bay now. $90,000, like... What do you got to do to get a job there? Do you need a bachelor's degree for that too? That's all I got for you guys this week. But God damn it. You know, like, can you imagine that $90,000 tip? That's more than most make in a year. You made that in what, two hours? Or or does salt get some of that? I'm sure salt gets some of it, but still. $90,000 fucking tip. Who were the people that were eating there is what I want to know. It's crazy. I, you know what, man? And it's only been about a year since I got this, the, the new but old interface that I'm going, and I can tell the same things happening to it. Like, I can I can hear it. You probably can't yet, but I can. I can hear, like, the channel being blown in, in live time, and there's a freaking interception, and now Pat Mahomes is going to go to another fucking Super Bowl. I swear to God, this whole league is scripted for him to win. Like, they want him to be, like, the, the next Tom Brady. Because he always gets the call. Like, dude, listen, okay? He, he's, he's been in the league for six years now, and every single year he's made it to the AFC title game. Like, do you realize how fucking rare that is? Like, it's not even, like, real. But, again, it just proves, it, it proves my point that Lamar Jackson is never going to win fucking anything in this league. He's never going to win a fucking thing because he's a running back. He's not a quarterback. And, like, yeah, uh, while he puts up MVP numbers in the, in the regular season, but when you get down to, like, those last four to six teams and you actually got real coaches who know how to take you right out of the fucking game, he's never going to win anything. And it was one – like, it's a possession right now where it was like they had to score. They got it down to the red zone, and he just threw a fucking pick in the red zone because he's not a good quarterback. He's a good running back that, that, that can throw the ball sometimes. He's not a good thrower of the football. And that's you can't play that way as a quarterback. It's why that style of quarterback never wins. But now we got I got we got to see fucking another Swifties. Jesus fucking Christ! I mean, I hope they fake break up right after the season, like I was saying before. I, I hope the fake breakup happens and the song comes out. We don't see this because I'm going to tell you something right now. I go on the social media all the time, and I see comments like every time that they talk about Swiftie and, and Kelsey and. Everybody hates it. Like the, nobody likes this. I don't understand what they're doing. And they've easily, I mean, like because of the the attention to Travis Kelsey, you find out what an asshole the guy is. He is becoming one of the most unlike. They're becoming one of the most unlikable teams, like ever, like very quickly. Like every dude, Travis Kelsey had twelve catches today. 
It's like as soon as the ball is in his fucking region, you know they're going to show Taylor Swift right after it. It's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. So another fucking Super Bowl and another week, because I said it on my Facebook page, I'm like, I'm praying tr- that fucking Taylor Swift gets knocked out of the playoffs today. Of course it didn't happen. It's what the NFL wants. You need to get a hold of me, Christian, at the crodpodcast.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger, or you can text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the C-Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. And she's just on my screen again, Taylor Swift. And it's a commercial. Everywhere I fucking go, it's like, God damn it, dude. And, and, you know, again, every single commercial break, watching the Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl because people pay for time. But every every commercial today, Travis Kelsey was in at least one of them. Go away. Jesus Christ. Anyway, until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care. Ha, <laughs> ha,